you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso, and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And on today's program, of course, we have to talk about the latest addition to Eli Drinkwitz's 2022 recruiting class, and that is Marquise Gracial from St. Charles, Missouri. And of course, I also have to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order. But you know what? Before we get to football recruiting, I think it's appropriate that we actually start with softball for a change because, well, as you probably know, the Missouri softball team is going to host a regional and potentially a super regional if they get that far here in Columbia at the relatively new Mizzou Stadium. Yes, the Tigers got a number eight seed in the tournament According to the coaching staff, I think they were expecting a 10 to 12 somewhere in there. Again, this is number eight seed overall. There are 16 teams in the tournament total. But unlike with the men's basketball team this past year, nice to see that the softball team may have got the benefit of a good draw. And just congratulations, obviously, to Larissa Anderson, the entire program, because obviously the Missouri softball team under Aaron Earlywine had a lot of really good seasons and no small part because Chelsea Thomas was a dominant pitcher for her entire career right and and maybe that's something that the Tigers had missed for the last few years maybe was that one dominant pitcher that you can really ride in that sport on almost in every other game basis at times but just with some more context here even though obviously things ended poorly under Aaron Early Wine. I know there was some unpleasantness there just to use a euphemism. I, I, to be completely candid, I don't remember or know all of the details from Early Wine's exit, but again, he had a successful run. From 2009 to 2016, the Tigers actually hosted the first round of the tournament every year during that seven year stretch. But again, it's been since then, since they've hosted anything at the tournament. So, that shows that Larissa's got this thing back on track, and that's a good thing, obviously, for this sports program. By the way, the Tiger softball team may have the best uniforms of any of the major sports, any of the sports, period, for that matter. There's just something about those threads. They have a nice modern look, but yet the old school, sort of simply chic look, the, the stripes on the pants are very, almost like the old school stripes from the football pants. I don't know, it all works together. Whoever put together those softball uniforms this season, two thumbs up to you. And now let's move to football, which is of course one of our main focuses here on Locked on Mizzou. And well, we've been waiting for some recruiting news for Mizzou to break. Maybe it's been a minute since the last recruit committed. Well, Marquise Gracial, six foot five, two hundred and ninety-five pound defensive lineman from St. Charles, is the eighth member of the 2022 verbal commitment list for the Tigers. And Gracial, a four-star player, according to both rivals and 24-7 
So anytime you can get a defensive lineman who's four stars or frankly any four star player, especially when that player is down to you and Alabama and Oregon, that type of deal. Once again, how many recruiting battles are we going to have with the Crimson Tide here lately? And fortunately, we've won quite a few, or at least our fair share lately. So a good sign for the Tigers and for Mr. Gracial in general. When you flip on his highlights, he obviously at 6'5", 295, just at that size is unbelievably impressive. Only with four years, apparently, of organized football under his belt so maybe some, some untapped potential there still to unearth but obviously he shows good chase down speed for that size also showed that he can be lined up all over the field too I'm, I'm seeing him listed as a defensive tackle for the most part but in high school he definitely lined up as a defensive end a lot occasionally even in a two-point stand, standing up to rush the passer. But also, he lined up inside in a one technique or even a zero technique just over the the head of the center at times, too. So you can play him just about any, anywhere, even showed the ability to intercept a pass in a zone coverage concept, too. But it's certainly encouraging to see yet another in-state player, and in particular a St. Louis area player, like Marquise, stick in state with the Tigers. If you're a Tigers fan, of course, like we all are, that's hugely, hugely encouraging just because, well, that hasn't always been the case, that those types of players have wanted to stick it out and come down the highway to Columbia. But for whatever reason, the cult of personality of Eli Drinkwitz or maybe it's the assistant coaches too, the whole deal. I don't know what it is right now, but for whatever reason, suddenly Missouri seems like actually, and by Missouri, I mean Mizzou, seems like the cool place to be in the state of Missouri, and again, in particular, in the St. Louis area. That is a huge deal, and hopefully that's a trend that's going to continue. If Eli Drinkwitz can make that happen, he's got a much, much, much better chance of winning big at this school. And speaking of winning big, well, if there's one thing that I've learned about betting, over the last year or so, it's that when there's a Russian all-star celebrity hockey game, you bet on the team that has Vladimir Putin. I'm telling you, that's as, that's as good of a bit of advice as I can give you when it comes to betting. Look at the rosters, comb down through them, fly, find Vladimir Putin, and bet on that squad. That's all I can tell you. But you know what? If you're into stuff other than all-star celebrity hockey in Russia. Maybe you even like the NHL. I don't know. Maybe you're goofy like that. Maybe you like the NBA, baseball. Well, they've got you all covered at betonline.ag, where you should obviously use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code Locked On when you sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Well, of course, we talked about Marquise Gracial in the previous segment. But speaking of another four-star player from St. Louis, a commitment of 2022, well, Isaac Thompson was on board with the Tigers many months ago. And of course, it's worth remembering that all of these commitments are indeed verbal and therefore non-binding. So you might get a little nervous when you see that it was reported maybe earlier a week or two ago, that Thompson was going to take an official visit 
to UCF, of course, Central Florida. And all of, of course, my immediate thought was, damn you, Josh Heupel, stay away from our commitment. And then I remembered, oh, wait, that's right. Heupel moved on to Tennessee. He's their coach now. So we'll be seeing plenty of Josh Heupel, plenty of, plenty of opportunities for him to get our ire, potentially. But back to Isaac Thompson, and here's the thing. Think about if you're Isaac Thompson. Obviously, this whole period has been very strange for all of us, this COVID period. And in fact, obviously, I proved that despite the fact that I never got the virus, apparently I have some sort of COVID fog that made me forget about Josh Heupel going to Tennessee, one of Missouri's main rivals in the SEC East. So imagine what it's like to actually be a high schooler. Heck, some of you maybe are high schoolers who listen to this. I know certainly some of you are college students who listen to this. And obviously this past year has not been ideal for any of you. So if you're Isaac Thompson, if you've been possibly shut inside more than you would like, away from your friends more than you would like, your last football season was canceled, well, guess what? Go take a visit, pal. Everybody's getting vaccinated now. Things are starting to open up. Go have some fun, really. You deserve to get to go have some college visits in person, not on Zoom, not on FaceTime, not through Snapchat video, whatever the heck it might be. Actually go there, see the campus, flirt with some girls, maybe have a beer or two. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to say that. Have some fun is my point, folks. So just be a kid. That's what I'm saying. So often this past year, we've asked these kids to sacrifice so much. You know what? Let's let them go out and act a fool just a little bit. And then come down to Mizzou, of course. And speaking of UCF and former four-star recruits, you might have noticed that Jordan Johnson is on his way to UCF after transferring Entering his name in the transfer portal, I should say, former Notre Dame wide receiver from the St. Louis area, definitely recruited by the Tigers, but, well, a second chance maybe. Unclear how interested the Tigers were. I'm sure they kicked the tires, watched his film, maybe gauged their interest. It just didn't seem like there was ever a lot of momentum on either side that way. So, regardless, good luck to Jordan Johnson at UCF, but just a player that was definitely worth monitoring. And congratulations goes out to Marcus Johnson, the Missouri offensive line coach this past season. Well, he's been promoted to assistant head coach and run game coordinator in addition to his responsibilities on the offensive line for the Tigers. And, well, this seems just very obviously deserved to me even before Coach Johnson received some national recognition for his coaching this past year, I thought it was quite obvious that he did an excellent job. We all know that 2019 offensive line struggled to a large extent, despite the fact that there are some guys who have taken snaps, at least at least two that I can think of off the top of my head, who took snaps in the NFL and Yasir Durant and Tristan Colon Castillo both saw some action in the pros in the last couple years. But despite that, Again, that 2019 line struggled horribly. And yet in 2020, with not a a tremendous amount to work with that was really obvious in terms of returning production, Michael Maietti, the Rutgers transfer, maybe is the exception there. Well, 
the 2020 offensive line obviously performed much better. And see some of that, certainly you can give credit to Eli Drinkwitz and his playing call, his play calling. But obviously I think Marcus Johnson deserves huge credit for that. And it's cool to see that he's getting a little bit more responsibility, maybe just in terms of X's and O's and, and actually designing the running game. So congratulations to him. And he seems like a guy who could, Maybe use a bit of a raise too. How about that? I'm sure he gets. I'm sure he probably gets a little bit more cheese on his whopper with this deal too, and well deserved because he's a guy whose whose name is going to be attracting some attention from around the country. And you know what? We got to talk a little basketball on the other side of this break, including a non-conference tournament that the Tigers have been invited to next season. And also, I got sucked into Sophie Cunningham and the Phoenix Mercury, their opening night of the season in the WNBA. And I have some thoughts about what that sport should strive to be. But first, I got to tell you about my title sponsor, and that is Built Bar. And did you know that Built Bar has now narrowed down their flavors to just the nine absolute most delicious flavors they can, plus the occasional limited time offering. Well, when you talk to a Built Bar fan, well, they'll tell you that they're really passionate about their favorites. And if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're definitely missing out. They've got coconut, raspberry, cherry, salted caramel. Oh, there's just just about everything you could possibly imagine, really. I mean, there's got to be something for everyone. That's really the point about Built Bar. And if you haven't tried them all, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of their nine flavors, so you can definitely narrow it down, get the absolute best ones that suit your fancy. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Well, Missouri, Florida State, SMU and Loyola Marymount will be the headliners for the 2021 Jacksonville Classic Basketball Tournament. Official times, dates, still to be to be determined, but one has to assume that that's going to be a November tournament, early season action, and you know, I could think of worse things than November in Jacksonville if you live in this part of the country. And honestly, it would be nice to possibly get a little bit of revenge on Leonard Hamilton and the Seminoles for the pretty good beatdown they gave us the last time we played them in the NCAA tournament, the only season of Michael and John Tay Porter for the Tigers. Now, I mentioned earlier that I got sucked into the Phoenix Mercury opener the other night, obviously. Part of that was because of Sophie Cunningham, but also it's just a WNBA game. Happened to be doing nothing else on a Friday night other than doing a little work on my computer, so I just flipped on the game. Hey, it's opening night. Let's see what let's see what's going on in the fourth quarter. And honestly, I'm never I'm not obsessive about women's basketball by any stretch of the imagination. And actually, that's kind of a good thing for my entertainment value. I'm just able to watch the game for what it is, not having to worry about analyzing anything or making a podcast or having some hot take for Twitter. No, you just watch it for the pure competition and enjoyment of the sport. And 
At the very end of the game, of course, Diana Taurasi, some of you may have seen this shot, but dribbles it all the way down, probably about halfway down court, goes around her back, making the kind of spectacular move that she's known for, and hits a deep three-pointer to seemingly win the game, except you look down and realize, wait a minute, why isn't the clock really moved? Because when Taurasi first touched the ball, there was about seven and a half seconds left, But by the time she made her way all the way down court, makes this shot, well, there's still about six and a half seconds on the clock. So what happens? Well, they stop the game and replay, try to figure out how much time should have gone on. And this took, I'm telling you, this took a good 10 to 15 minutes to figure all this whole thing out. I don't even remember what the, what the result was. And that, and frankly, that's the point. You sucked me into the game. I was interested. I didn't. Sophie Cunningham wasn't even playing. Just the ladies who were out there got me interested. Brittany Griner and Tarasi and all the other ladies. I was enjoying the ball game. But now you've again you've sucked the joy out of it for me. You've sucked the emotion out of it because now I'm just looking at two human beings stare at a screen and their stopwatch. For I'm telling you, it had to be. I'm kindly saying it was 10 minutes. It was probably 15 at least trying to figure this thing out. And I'm telling you, if you're the WNBA, be different. You should absolutely get rid of instant replay or anything, and I mean anything, that slows the game down in the clutch in the last couple di- in the last couple minutes of the basketball game. Because, in my opinion, that's one of the absolute biggest problems that the men's NBA has right now is that their product is pretty gosh darn entertaining for the most part. Don't get me wrong, I have my complaints about the NBA just like anybody does who who loves something. You're always going to find nits to pick, right? I wish the guys wouldn't complain all the time, especially the superstar players. There's something I would like to see. But as far as the actual basketball itself, it's pretty darn entertaining. And it moves at a really, really nice pace, too, until, of course, the last couple minutes of the game where every single move, every foul, every ball that's deflected out of bounds is looked at for three and a half minutes at a time. It drives me insane. And that's before you even get to the whole, the problem of, you know, fouling at the end of the game and all that stuff. That's a whole other topic. But to me, just the constant replays, the constant timeouts, There's got to be something the WNBA should just do differently there. There's a few things they can definitely try, experiment with. Maybe they can show the men's game the way, quite honestly. But to me, my first step would be get rid of instant replay. I don't want it at all in that league. I don't. Let's just have the quality of emotion come back. When that shot goes in at the buzzer, I either want it to count or not. I don't want to sit there for two and a half minutes wondering if I should react emotionally or not. That's my advice for the WNBA anyway. And you know what? That'll do it for this edition of Locked on Mizzou. And just quickly, let me remind you that today on the Locked on Today podcast, how worried should Los Angeles Lakers fans be about their road back to the finals Well, get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow Locked On Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on the Zoo.